everyone and welcome to this very short video on the F's of the stress response. I'm your host, Dr. Donnelly Snipes. I had a question from one of the subscribers recently about the F's of the stress response and which video I covered that in and quite honestly, I couldn't remember. So I figured I'd do this short little video just to hit the highlights. So let's talk really briefly about what are the F's of the stress response. When we experience a threat, it triggers our stress response, our fight or flee response, our HPA axis, whatever you want to call it. And we have to respond. Our body perceives a threat out there. So we either fight, flee, fawn, freeze, or mm, forget about it. So let's look at the functional nature of each of these really quick. Fight. Well, that is the one a lot of us think about when we think uh, the stress response, we think get angry. Well, not everybody's comfortable with anger, but fighting can be helpful. And it doesn't necessarily mean physical fighting. It can also mean getting that motivation and that determination to, oh, uh-huh, you think that's going to happen? No, I am going to make sure that I succeed, that I prove you wrong, that I do whatever. That's that fight response. That is the nobody is going to get the better of me sort of response. Flee is the opposite. Now, again, remember the stress response is fight or flee, anger or anxiety. Sometimes when we experience a threat, we know that it is not something that we can overcome. Therefore, it's in our own best interest to flee the situation, to just get out of there because we're not going to be able to win. We're not going to be able to be victorious or be safe in that particular situation. So sometimes we flee. And again, this may not be exactly running away. Sometimes it is. Other times it may be, for example, breaking up or quitting a job or leaving a situation that you know you just can't succeed in. And by doing that, you're protecting yourself. You are protecting what is important to you in your life. Now, number three is fawn. And fawning is when somebody does whatever they think the other person wants them to do in order to appease them. And this is something that may happen when people don't feel like, well, if I fight, I'm going to lose and I can't flee for some reason. And a lot of times you may see this in um, abusive relationships. You may see this in children who are in dysfunctional households. You may even see this sometimes in the workplace. The person who is fawning does not feel that they can fight or escape. So they're just gonna try to make the threat less threatening, make the threat happy appease them, so to speak. So fawning is a learned response, but it also makes sense. And we can see this in nature when it happens. We can see this in humans when it happens. Now, the fourth one is freeze. And this is the one that some people think is sort of counterintuitive. But if you watch the video on the vagus nerve response and the one that's coming out um, on the orienting response, it'll make sense. The freeze response is actually uh, the 
what we could term the vasovagal response. When we notice something is different, when we perceive a threat, our initial reaction may be to freeze. Now, it's harder to see it in humans, although when you once you start looking for it, it becomes very obvious. But I want you to think about a rabbit or, heaven forbid, a deer. Um, when they are threatened, when they get scared, what do they do? They freeze. You know, this uh, deer is in the middle of the road and it's just frozen looking at your headlights. There's a reason why there's a phrase like a deer in headlights. They've frozen. Their uh, vagus nerve, I'm assuming it's the same in animals as it is in humans, has triggered this response of, okay, freeze. That way the threat can't see you and you can figure out what to do. You can take in the information and then figure out what to do. Unfortunately, sometimes we get stuck in freeze when we're taking in the information and we don't have a response. We're like, I don't know what to do. Sometimes we may stay frozen in that freeze aspect. And this can be the one of the most traumatic Fs for people who've experienced victimization, for example, because they may remember being frozen and not being able to do something. Uh, so freezing is innate and you can see how one might get stuck in the freeze response when the body just doesn't have any options and it's trying to scramble through those memory banks. And then the last one obviously is not forget about it, but that's the one I can use with proper language. Um, when you have been stressed for too long, when you're at that point of burnout, when you're at that point of emotional, physical exhaustion, your body just says, you know what? Forget about it. Unless it is something that is imminently going to kill me, I just can't care. I just can't even respond. Oh, there's somebody knocking at the door. Eh, I don't have the energy to get off the sofa. Oh, this happened. Well, normally I might get upset, but you know what? Right now, I just, I ain't got it in me. I don't have the energy. The forget about it response is somewhat um, understandable when you look at it from the perspective of it's your body saying, I am going to conserve the energy for only those things that are an imminent threat to my health and safety because I'm so far out of energy. I'm so far burned out that if I keep going, I'm, I'm going to disappear. I'm going to not, not exist. And I know that's an exaggeration, but I think a lot of us have been in that situation when we've gotten to the point of burnout and we just, we can't care. Things that normally bother us, our body just says, you know what? I don't have the energy. Now, one of the things that we talk about in managing stress is using our executive control network, using our higher order thinking before we get to that point to start making that decision earlier and saying, okay, I'm feeling stressed right now. Is this something that's worth my energy? Or can I just say, forget about it. So that is a very brief summary of the F's of the stress response. But I want you to recognize that every one of them 
has a purpose, has a function, and is part of the ingrained survival mechanisms in our brain.